Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casinos STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. Uh, it was good. It was good. I, you know, definitely some things to work on still, but it was it was fun to be out there, live action, and you know, bullets are, are really flying. It's a little different when you play quarterback. Even when you practice against another team, they can't tackle you in practice, and they can now. So, just the added level of, you know, the juice is a little more. So it was a lot of fun to be out there. Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis. And now, finally, thankfully, actually get to talk about games. Maybe not real games just yet, but close enough. Um, in preseason uh, games. So we're really happy before we get to our great co-host, uh, Sam Gordon, also with Vegas Nation and Las Vegas Review Journal. Just want to remind everybody that Vegas Nation's first and 10 and all of Vegas Nation's uh, podcasts are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports, uh, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, Sam Gordon, uh, fresh off of yesterday's uh, Raiders win uh, over the 49ers, 34-7, which I felt was kind of a continuation of what we saw on Thursday and Friday when the Raiders had the joint practices against the 49ers. I saw a lot of the same things, frankly, getting pressure on the quarterback uh, by the Raiders defensive line, uh, a bunch of plays being made on the back end, as opposed to Thursday and Friday when I think they came up with 11 or so uh, interceptions. Not all of them may uh, stand in in an actual game, but the fact is the Raiders actually intercepted 11 passes, believe it or not. Uh, against the 49ers in joint practices, came up with one more interception in the game, should have had a couple more, Uh, also forced a fumble, uh, four sacks. They were four of four uh, in the red zone. Another thing that they've been um, stressing and emphasizing, kind of all in all, one of those days, even in a preseason game where uh, I felt like the Raiders acquitted themselves really well and kind of continued some of the the things that they've been stressing and pointing out and, and, and really trying to hang their hat on in training camp. Uh, without question, Vinny, no, no, absolutely no question about it. And I think, right, like you, you mentioned the joint practices. Obviously, the big takeaway was just how different uh, the defense looks, just in terms of creating plays, creating pressure, forcing turnovers, all those things, right? Obviously, again, it's August 14th. We'll see what happens in the regular season. But training camp certainly looks a lot different. The pass rush looks different. The secondary looks different. And it all kind of played out. Uh, on Sunday, and we understand the stakes, we understand the consequences or lack thereof. It's a preseason game; no first stringers really played, uh, all backups and whatnot. But in terms of the two outcomes that you can have, which is either you win the preseason game or you lose a preseason game, well, the Raiders won. Their offense was really good when it had to be, and and, and showcased some things with the young quarterback Aiden O'Connell, whom we'll get to in a minute. And uh, and defensively, they were, dare I say, all over Trey Lance, and looked he looked totally overwhelmed uh, by the Raiders' backup. Defense, and this was a number three pick a couple years ago, and then you know more of the same um, with their other quarterbacks, Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen. So I think all things, you know, again, the result is what it is. It doesn't that, obviously we know it doesn't carry any bearing, but the elements that again we've seen on the practice field during training camp, especially during the practices, they carried over. And for whatever it's worth, I think it's it's a positive for the Raiders to take away. It's a there's going to be some great teaching points, I, I think, you know, from some of the young players, and uh, and a great opportunity for guys fighting for jobs to kind of showcase what they can do. And I think we saw a lot of that uh, on a lot of different levels on, on Sunday afternoon at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. And, um, you know, just kind of uh, getting back to what you're talking about, you know, how this defense just looks different uh, in, in, in training camp so far. And that's, that's all we could judge it on now 
or or that's all we could talk about right now because that's right. all we it's the only body of work that we've been able to actually see uh, on a, on a daily basis and you know is is by nature is training camp spring training you know more um you know a time to be positive yeah absolutely nobody's trying to start a season um you know in the doldrums or or thinking that you know they're not going to win any games nobody's wired that way especially um, but yeah, there is a little bit of uh, optimism always uh, in training camp. Uh, but here's the thing, um, Sam, and I've been trying to maybe explain this to, to you know s- some readers. Um, you've covered just as many training camps as I have uh, here with the Raiders, right? And we stood, you know, uh, on the sidelines watching practice. We've sat up in the stands, you know, watching practice. And I'm going to ask you, quite frankly, um, in in the times that we've covered training camp together, which it goes back now to 2020. It's good sample size. Um, have we ever talked about the Raiders defense coming up with a bunch of picks in any particular day? Have we ever talked about a joint practice, which we've seen them have joint practices against the Patriots. We've seen them. Um, I, I know for me, you know, I saw them against the Rams uh, a, a couple of years ago. Um, have we ever wrote, wrote about uh, the Raiders intercepting a quarterback? I don't care who the quarterback is, uh, frankly, but have we ever talked about them intercepting somebody or a couple of different quarterbacks, eleven times in a in a in a joint practice. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. Th- those words have never come out of my mouth, and those words I've certainly never sat at a, uh, at a at a computer and written those words to be published because none of that ever happened. So, but it is happening now. So there is a little bit of a, a difference. Uh, yeah, without question. And and again, I, I think what we saw the last few seasons in training camp, right anywhere. The defense is struggling to generate turnovers. There's not necessarily a consistent pass rush. Uh, obviously, defense is going to have their moments in any training camp, but they, there wasn't, again, an abundant turnovers. And you kind of look at the, the past training camps and what you've noticed about the defense and whatnot is carried into the regular season. It's, of course, one of the Raiders' big problems on the defensive side of the ball was their inability the last few years to create turnovers and generate turnovers on a consistent basis. Not the end-all, be-all, but if you want to have the foundation of a good defense, you've got to be able to make some things happen. And again, all we have is a sample size. All we have is what we've seen. We certainly know uh, how good the San Francisco 49ers were last year, what the expectations were of them um, moving forward this season, and rightfully so. When you take a look at the roster that they've assembled on both sides of the ball, definitely a contender, a Super Bowl contender. And again, two practices, a game, we're all backups played, the sample size being what it was. The Raiders made some things happen. They created some pressure. They created some takeaways. And really seem to feed off of that from an you know an energy culture standpoint. Again, we're in August, long way to go. Uh, but I, what's the alternative? Again, not force turnovers, not create takeaways, not have fun is, out there in practice. Which is, what was go- which is what's been going on. One hundred and ten percent. They've been doing all those things, and when you're trying to reset and start from scratch and build a defense and a culture like that, feels like a pretty solid place to start through two, three weeks of camp. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really interesting how much guys are actually talking about it, you know, um, living it, talking about it and then going out there uh, and actually doing it. And, and you know, obviously it's it, it's not something you just talk about and then it happens. You also have to have talent uh, in order to do that. And I think when you think about the defensive side of the football, um, you know, when you, when you start looking at the depth chart and you start looking at the roster, you, you kind of realize, you know, they, they did make a lot of changes defensively there. They added. Uh, a bunch of players uh, defensively, maybe not, you know, the high priced free agents. I don't necessarily think that the Raiders are going to be operating in that world a whole lot. Maybe, maybe if they could get their roster 
in a, in a better shape than it's been, then, then maybe you go out and get a high price guy here or there. But uh, the plan this offseason was, you know, low, you know, lower uh, end kind of signings. But guys, they felt like Robert Spillane and, and Marcus Epps, guys like that, that they feel were, you know, on the cusp of maybe even getting better uh, after a couple of good years that they put together. So they have made changes, I guess, is my point. Um, and I think you're seeing that uh, the mindset, the influence of a Marcus Peters who just that's his life is turning the ball over um, and guys are feeding off of that. So it definitely looks different. By the way, you know, coming into the show, obviously, we heard from number four, the quarterback of the Raiders, and uh, yeah. uh, that would be uh, Aiden O'Connell. And talk about kind of a continuation of what we've been seeing in training camp. Uh, this is a guy who's looked steady, poised, efficient. Um, like he belongs. That's the best way I could put it. Like he belongs. And he's it's it's felt like that throughout training camp. And uh, it was really interesting to see uh, him kind of get his moment. And there were a lot of them. I think the Raiders handled it perfectly. There was no need to play Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is a guy that can wake up in the middle of the night and go out there and run the offense. He knows it that well. And it doesn't really serve anybody well, whereas getting Aiden O'Connell out there to start a game, having Aiden O'Connell uh, operate a two-minute offense at the end of the first half that went for a touchdown, by the way, having yep. Aiden O'Connell come back after halftime and, and the adjustments, whatever, to whatever extent they made adjustments to come back out in the third quarter and start a quarter and play uh, you know, through into the fourth quarter. Uh, I think all of that is way more important than getting Brian Hoyer out there. A, a guy like Aiden O'Connell needs every rep that he can get uh, because I truly believe that the plan is at some point this season for him to be that backup quarterback. We all know the history of Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't want, you know, if you're a Raider fan, obviously to see your quarterback go down, but history has shown, you know, that, 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 that happens with him. And I think the Raiders would be beyond happy uh, if that unfortunate situation happened, that the young fourth round pick from Purdue would be ready to go. What were your thoughts uh, on Aiden O'Connell's performance? Um, he was phenomenal, Vinny. Uh, he was phenomenal. And for me, the remainder of the preseason in terms of the actual games, right? And we'll, you know, obviously continue to monitor everything going on in camp. But in terms of the games, he's now become the most interesting thing for me moving forward for the rest of the preseason. I hope he gets as many reps as possible uh, because I want to see more. I want to see, if, was this a flash in the pan or is this who he is so far? All we've seen is, like you said, the poise, the professionalism, uh, the command that he's had of the huddle, the command he has in the pocket, the accuracy, the touch. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, again, based on what we saw yesterday, continuing what we've seen from camp, uh, he he showcased everything you need to showcase to be a quarterback, a starting quarterback at this level. Not saying that's going to happen. Not saying he's going to be a full-time starter one step at a time. But all we can go by is what we've seen. And yesterday, his decision-making was impeccable. Uh, he got rid of the ball. He got it in the hands of his playmakers. He went down the field. He, he completed passes at all three levels. And he didn't do anything stupid with the ball. He didn't make any dumb, goofy decisions. He was super efficient and should have been 18 for 19. Uh, had two had two passes dropped. Never never was in harm's way. Uh, didn't take any need, you know, sacks. Got rid of the ball when he needed to. And, uh, again, was as poised, more poised yesterday on Sunday as he than he has been at any point in camp. And he's had a really solid camp. So. Uh, I think he needs all the reps. He should get as many reps as possible the remainder of the season. And this is history, given that he's only really completed one season fully healthy. Uh, somebody that I would expect to see at some point this season. And you want him to be better way to step in and play if he has to and and and, and be, be ready to go. And um, quite frankly, uh, that's again, I want to see as many reps as possible. Vinny, he was really, really good. He was as good as any rookie quarterback. 
uh, probably the best of any rookie quarterback to play this weekend. We know he played against uh, San Francisco's backups, but guess what? He played with his backups too. And and imagine, you know, if, if he has a Dante Adams out there and whatnot with him and a, and a Jacoby Myers and a Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs, provided he signs and they work something out uh, behind him, you know, behind the starting offensive line. So I, I think there's, I mean, nothing but positives. Of course, football is an imperfect game. They're going to see some stuff on, on the tape, I'm sure. Uh, that we didn't necessarily catch and and, and whatnot. But um, I thought for a preseason start for a rookie quarterback that you're trying to develop into a backup and maybe potentially see what you have as a long-term starter down the road. Uh, he, he he checked all the boxes. He played fantastic. And I want to see what he does more in, in different scenarios and different situations against different teams, albeit in the preseason. Yeah. And you know who else wants to see more of uh, Aiden O'Connell? That would be the head coach, Josh McDaniels. Here's Josh McDaniels talking about Aiden O'Connell. Gosh, uh, kind of an extended day for Aiden. Uh, got a chance to start a game, run a two-minute offense, come back after halftime, um, you know, making adjustments in the third quarter. Was that sort of the plan to just expose him to as much as you possibly could today? Yeah, I mean, you know, Brian and, and Jimmy really got a lot of work uh, this week. And I, I mentioned a number of times we were trying to kind of you know, look at it in three days here. And so uh, this was really kind of the vision, you know, that I had, you know, try to get – those guys, a lot of work in practice, um, you know, against some guys that probably weren't going to play on their side of the ball also in the in the, in the game. And then, um, you know, let Aiden have an opportunity to experience this for the first time. Uh, there was a lot of firsts today for him, you know. So, um, you know, his first play call, first, you know, feeling pressure in the pocket, first two-minute drive, first halftime, you know, all those things. So, um, you know, I thought he generally handled himself well for the first opportunity. Um, you know, he's going to learn a lot from some of the things that we might have been able to, um, you know, do a little bit better that would have helped us maybe sustain a few drives. But that's that's why he was in there. So, um, you know, he just he's a sponge. He, he soaks it all in and um, he'll take every opportunity to improve. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. I got to say this, uh, Sam, after hearing from uh, Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels, it's, you know, in the in the in the game within the game, um, you know, uh, of being a coach, I got to I got to believe that Aiden O'Connell, um, it's it, it's it's right up Josh McDaniels alley. This is his, you know, and I'm not going to put Tom Brady. I'm not going to put Aiden O'Connell and, and Tom Brady in the same sentence the way you think I am or some people might want to try to make it seem like. But this is the young, you know, uh, mid round draft pick. Uh, from the Big Ten that that Josh McDaniels is going to get his hands on and and help develop. This is Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, uh, nine years ago. This was Mac Jones a couple of years ago for for Josh McDaniels. This is Matt Castle, a guy that never played uh, at USC that uh, the Patriots saw uh, at a pro day at USC uh, and said, you know, he's got some skills. Let's draft him uh, and hand him over to uh, to Josh McDaniels and see what he can uh, make out of him. This is his Jacoby, you know, Brissett guys that. Uh, he's he's been able to kind of get at a young age and, and, as a rookie uh, and really, you know, uh, help them become uh, an NFL quarterback. And I feel like it's got to be right up his alley right here uh, working with Aiden O'Connell. Uh, yeah, I would I would think so as well. And um, and, and again, I, I, I am of the belief, Vinny, that he should get as many reps as possible. You know what you have in Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what he's done. You know his pedigree. Uh, I thought he was able to put together a couple really strong practices against the Niners. I've, you know, been kind of up and down in camp, but but starting to find that rhythm. 
uh, with his receiving core and with the new offensive line and with that with the system, but a new system compared to what he's been in the last few years. So keep him on the shelf in, until the regular season starts and continue to see what what, what this kid has. Uh, again, the situations he was put in on Sunday, uh, passed them all with flying colors, showcased poise, uh, accuracy, precision, decision making, all prerequisites that that starting quarterbacks need to have in the NFL. Uh, arm strength, velocity, everything showcased all of them. Uh, let's see it some more and, and, and see what, what you have here um, in, in this young quarterback out of Purdue. Uh, so he, again, becomes the, one of the, the most intriguing um, subplots of the remainder of the preseason, how he continues to develop. And as you mentioned, um, you know, a young quarterback, mid-round quarterback that, you know, the kind of player Josh McDaniels has worked with in the past. So uh, it's 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 certainly uh, added some juice to the remainder of the preseason with how he played. And, and again, he passed all the all the tests he faced yesterday, I think, with flying colors. Yeah, uh, no, no, no question about it. And, you know, I know I've gotten hit up. I'm, I'm sure you've gotten some uh, uh, some some fans asking, uh, hey, you know, is, does this mean there's a quarterback controversy? Does this mean, you know, Aiden O'Connell is going to take over for Jimmy Garoppolo? Hey, why not the Raiders, you know, just just go ahead and, and have Jimmy Garoppolo or uh, Aiden O'Connell be the, the quarterback. Look, um, that's not the plan. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is the Raiders quarterback. They, they feel like they can win uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's being paid a lot of money to do so. Uh, there's that as well. This is a guy who, in the two seasons that he has stayed healthy, uh, helped get the 49ers to a Super Bowl uh, and was one interception uh, that he had nothing to do with, uh, you know, a safety for the 49ers holding on to an interception uh, to take help get the 49ers to a second Super Bowl. So the Raiders feel like they have their starting quarterback for now. It's probably not the long-range quarterback, but for now, that's who Jimmy Garoppolo is. I think what the plan is for Aiden O'Connell is what we just talked about a little earlier. Uh, they want to get him to a point where he can comfortably be the backup quarterback. And that's going to be on Aiden O'Connell. It's going to be on uh, the Raiders coaching staff and including Mick Lombardi and Josh McDaniels and the offensive staff. It's also going to be uh, a little bit on, on Brian Hoyer, uh, the quote unquote backup right now, who was brought in, frankly, uh, to serve two sorts of purposes. One, you know, in an emergency situation, you know, Brian Hoyer could go out there and acquit himself pretty well and not you know, uh, embarrass you, you know, and, and, and help you keep your, your head uh, above water for a little while. But even more importantly is him being that de facto coach quarterback coach for a young Aiden O'Connell, kind of like he was, you know, with, uh, with Mac Jones, uh, in new England and, and Jared Sidham and on and on. There's a bunch of guys that uh, over the years, uh, that he's helped, um, you know, mold really, uh, even in the, as a backup role. And it's a one that he willingly, uh, embraces and, and is good at. I figure that he's gonna, probably going to be a coach at some point. So he's getting a lot of experience in that. Uh, so that's the plan for, Je for, uh, for, for, for Aiden O'Connell right now down the road, who knows, um, whether or not he could be the eventual heir apparent to Jimmy G and the quarterback of the future. Uh, we're a long way away from that. Uh, but I do think that he's closing in potentially, and, and Sunday was a, a, a big step in that direction on potentially being uh, that backup quarterback sooner rather than later, the primary backup quarterback. Uh, yeah, right, and, and rightfully so, and right, rightfully so. And that's no disrespect, of course, to the, the veteran Brian Hoyer, uh, who has epitomized professionalism throughout the course of his career. But after what you've seen on Sunday, if you're the Raiders, how can you not be excited about you know again having his about his chances of getting all the way up to speed? And being ready to step in and play um, if he has to, if he has to start a game, if he has to lead, you know, a, t a team into a big road game and a big road spot, whatever. Like he's uh, so far what, what he's been given so far, he's he's handled, uh, I think, with grace. And 
has has acclimated himself really well to the NFL level and earning the respect of his teammates. So it's been a great camp for him. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And and, and I'm with you, Vinny. He that the goal should be for him to to be the backup quarterback this season and uh, and be ready to go and, and step in and play if his number is called. Yeah, and you know, talking about Aiden O'Connell, obviously he's part of uh, this Raiders uh, draft class, which. Um, you know, I don't think that we're speaking out of school to say that this is an important draft class uh, for the Raiders. This particular draft class, the 2023 uh, draft class hitting is kind of vital to this whole operation. You can't have another draft come and go like they had far too many times over the over the, you know, uh, the John Gruden era, the Mike Mayock era and come up empty time after time after time again, short of a guy here or a guy there. Uh, they need this draft class to hit. Um you know, and, and when you look at Aiden O'Connell already kind of showing some of the traits that he's shown, uh, I thought Amari Bernie had uh, some nice uh, moments yesterday. The rookie linebacker from Florida felt like Byron Young uh, had some nice moments. The uh, defensive tackle from Alabama. You know, I know Trey Tucker would love to have the ball back uh, that he dropped on the on the long pass. Kind of a, um, you know, um, you know, high wire act going to you know dive to go get that ball. Probably should have had it, but he'll learn from it. And it's not been an issue in training camp. He's been holding on to everything. Uh, yep. So I'll kind of chalk that up to just, you know, just not, just not coming up with with that pass. But he's had a strong uh, training camp. Uh, Justin Nade uh, or, or Nesta uh, Jade Silvera, uh, the defensive tackle from uh, from Arizona State, has been having a strong camp. He played well uh, on Sunday against uh, against the 49ers. Christopher Smith, the safety from Georgia, another guy that's been having a solid camp. Uh, he had some nice plays uh, yesterday uh, against the 49ers. And guess what? Haven't even talked about Tyree Wilson, who I do expect uh, we're going to see fairly soon. Could be this week uh, when the Rams um, or excuse me, when the Raiders uh, practice against the Rams uh, out in Southern California or Michael Mayer, who kind of have a tweaked a little something uh, about a week or so ago uh, and hasn't you know practiced since. And, and I would expect that he's going to be back sooner rather than later. So you start looking at this draft class, Aiden O'Connell included, um, and, and the Raiders might be on track to having uh, the exact kind of impact that they needed from this draft class. Well, how about Jacorian Bennett, too, Vinny? I mean, oh, jeez, I forgot Jacorian. One of the breakout stars um, for, for for the Raiders of training camp. And, and, and uh, you know, to, to your point, uh, the, 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 the best teams in a lot of ways are built through the draft and they're built through not just first round picks, although it's important, obviously important to, to hit on first round picks, but Guys, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round picks that can contribute, uh, be it as starters, be it as depth backups or on special teams. And and you know, again, it's it's only training camp, uh, but there's been some flashes from from all these guys at a, at a variety of levels. So uh, if the Raiders can, you know, can get contributions from a number of rookies this season, that's that's huge, not only in the short term, but we we can, we we know that this is a long range uh, kind of project uh, that that and that's the approach that. The, the the front office that Josh McDaniels is taking that obviously Mark Davis uh, is taking as well. So be it uh, this season or just in the spots this season, uh, it, starters, whatever. Uh, if, if you get good development and good play out of this rookie class, obviously again, that where this roster was coming in, uh, you know, to free agency in the draft. So yeah, a lot of great moments uh, for the rookies, not, not only, you know, some of them yesterday, but throughout the course uh, of, of training camp uh, as well. So, you know, worth, worth a lot of interest there moving forward as, as the season yep. is going no doubt about it. Uh, we we mentioned uh, the the Raiders are going to be in Los Angeles. They're actually already in Los Angeles. Flew out after the game on Sunday. Uh, joint practices on Wednesday again and Thursday against the Rams. Uh, a game on Saturday over at SoFi Stadium against the Rams. Uh, we'll close it with this. 
what are you looking uh, to uh, to see um, on this uh, road trip to LA? Yeah, uh, I mean, of course, it's going to be a different team presenting a different look. So, do they sustain? Uh, you know, and you'll be on the scene, Vinny. Do they sustain the level of physicality that we saw uh, against the San Francisco 49ers? Is the turnovers thing? Does that theme uh, continue? And then, of course, you know, like we you know we've talked about, I don't want to hammer it too much, but. What does Aiden O'Connell do? And, and how does he look uh, on Saturday, provided he gets the playing time that I expect him to get uh, after his performance Sunday? So uh, a lot, I think, for the Raiders uh, to build on, a lot still, of course, to work on. Uh, and by no means, uh, you know, are, are we taking these uh, the observations from the first preseason game and projecting them all the way on to the regular season? But so far, uh, you know, like you said, it's plenty of reason to be optimistic for the Raiders. So far, so good. And, and looking to see how that continues. Again, the physicality of the defense and how Aiden O'Connell looks against another team uh, that's going to bring another element, a different look than the Niners brought this past week. Yep, and uh, we will be here next week to talk all about it. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, all of our listeners and all of our subscribers, uh, as well as uh, Station Casinos, STN Sports for their support. I want to thank Larry Muir for being uh, flexible as always. Sam Gordon, thank you so much. Uh, can't wait to uh, regroup uh, next week and talk about everything that we saw in Los Angeles. Until then, uh, have a great week. And to everybody else, have a great week as well. We'll talk to you guys next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.